Look like a Ray Howie Howard hasn't. Yeah, I can't fucking speak. It looks like a Ray Howie. I can't fucking. I'm gonna skip my whole comment here because I can't. <laughs> it's the movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into the show here, Dennis. How are you doing this week, man? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's it's it, we got to, it got some interesting things to review. I know we we definitely hyped up uh, the titles we're going to be discussing later on in the episode. I, as you've heard, video game fan here. I was super pumped for. Mortal Kombat, so I'm excited to get to our review and let you, you folks know mm. what we thought of it. I know everyone's heard about it, so that'll be that'll be something fun to dive into. Oh yeah, for sure. What about you, man? And, uh, how, how about you? How are you doing? I can't complain. I mean, it, it it's another week that we're alive and not not dying of uh, coronavirus. So I'll take that. Hey, there you go. Silver linings or syphilis, I guess. Or syphilis. I guess if you don't have syphilis, that's still a win. Oh yeah, that's true. It, uh, yeah. Uh, we're we're not Game of Thrones in over here though, so I think uh, should be okay. <laughs> that sounds like you got fucking Mad Max in the background right now. You got like just because Max is Jerry rolling Rose. past looking for uh, some water or ga- gasoline uh, doesn't mean <laughs> that's going to stop me from reviewing some movies. You know, you know, speaking of Mad Max and, and gasoline and post-apocalyptic, right before we were recording tonight, Sarah and I were looking at like Netflix and she's like, what is this water world? I'm like, you don't know water world? What? The future. The polar ice caps have melted and the earth lies beneath a watery grave. Those who survive have adapted to a new world. Yeah, it's post-apocalyptic. They're in water. All I know is uh, Jack Black's in it very briefly, and that, that was about it. And it's like, so I think I'm going to have to watch Waterworld eventually. Oh, yeah, that'd be fine. It's like, I'd, yeah. I'd give that a watch with you. I remember when it came, like, it was huge when it came out and not mm-hmm. being able to watch it when it, when it came the, out. Like, the clip that they play on, on Netflix, like, they're, like, yelling at fucking Kevin Costner, and, like, then, like, they find out he has gills. I'm like, wait, is he a fucking fish person? What the fuck is this? I... Gills. Isn't that like? Isn't that know. a big reveal in the movie? Like, isn't that supposed to be pretty deep in the movie? Yeah, I too? think so, and That's they just gave funny. it right away. And <laughs> like the, but yeah. And I'm like, all I know is I've seen the 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 fucking Universal Waterworld attraction show, but that that's oh yeah, like the movie I assume. Oh yeah, there must be a plane somewhere and uh, jet yeah. skis. People people falling <laughs> in into water and shooting one another. I assume <laughs> that's probably a factor too. That's that's the whole movie right there in a nutshell. I bet. But yeah, I was ashamed. I'm like, Psh, you don't know Waterworld. I don't either. Uh, and it's from what ninety five, I think. I think somewhere so. early like that, right? And then yeah. I, the Postman well, is like before, after that, by like another year or two. Some more Kevin Costner, yeah. post apocalyptic <laughs> storytelling. What weird choices, right? That's interesting, interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of interesting, Dennis. Uh, we're going to be reviewing the uh, season or series. Who knows? I mean, it looks like there's going to be a second season, but we, we, we may, might have a different what? title. I don't know. Yeah. In that show, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, John Walker was stripped of his title of Captain America, and he shows up 
in this episode. And Spoilers. I want to Whoa. ask our listeners. Well, I mean, people saw him <laughs> building a suit, so yeah. they know he's coming. <laughs> of course. And uh, so, so I want to know if people thought that he, if he redeemed himself. Uh, and so the choices were, I'm not too sure, or I think so, and not in my book. What do you think? Hmm. Without spoiling things, where, where, where do you think? I know it's hard to talk about, but... Uh, I'm... <sighs> Not I like, think he thinks he's doing the right thing. I think like he at first so. I'm like, oh no, yeah, I'm it, like fuck him, and I'm like, oh, he's really come around. Then at the end, I'm like, oof, oof no, buddy, you're. Gonna I think it. the demon is still in there. I think he's still. I think he. It's just it's it's a matter of time before it gets let back out again. Hmm. So no, he's not. Re- he's he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. <laughs> you know, like he. I yeah. I mean, yeah. Again, sorry, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah. But, uh, so, do you think he redeemed himself? No, uh, no. He's only important. just okay, started okay. paying for his sins. He's not. He's not redeemed himself. He's he's got a lot. Of, he's got All a long right. road to go. Fair enough. So, twenty two percent say I'm not too sure. I'm like, all right, cool. I get that. Yeah. I think I'd be in that minority. I mean, knowing where he goes, I can say no. But 33% not in my book. And surprisingly, 44% of the people oh, wow. out there uh, said, I, I think so. So, uh, good luck once you find out what happens later with the <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Um, and then, uh, like you teased in the top of the episode a few minutes back, uh, we are going to re- review Mortal Kombat, the new one. So I wanted to know if people had watched the new one do they think it's better than the original? And uh, the options were nope. They're about the same. It was better or nothing can beat the game. Oh, interesting choice. Okay. Yeah. I it's it, to be honest, it's going to be hard for me to not choose. It's hard. You can't beat the game. I do love mm. the 94 Mortal Kombat movie, though. I, 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 and that would, that would still be my choice right now. Uh, right. Let's I let's say so, so, I won't say too much. So more would you say that. Nope. <laughs> would you would you say nope? Not better than the original. Is that is that what you'd lock in? Oh, I will lock in with that. Yeah. All right. So surprisingly, a hundred percent of the votes went to it was better. Oh, the, we'll the talk the about new... that later on at yeah. the end of the. Okay. Yeah. The, that the new yeah. one was better. Yeah. Everyone. hundred oh. percent think that the new one was better. Interesting. And I, I assume both of us have a. Have have a lot to unpack later. Yeah, we'll we'll have words to say yeah. about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Do, I, and, and I know, uh, and folks, I know that this when I get this tone, I feel like that kind of it's it's a it's a tell, but there's there's more to it. It's it's there's layers. It's like Shrek. It's like an onion. Okay, it all we, it all comes which, back to Shrek. <laughs> I don't know if you knew, but uh, on fuck, what was it? I want to say Tuesday or Wednesday or last week was the. 20th anniversary of Shrek's release. Yeah. The internet was ablaze. Oh, Lord. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of. People were celebrating Shrek left and right. And God damn it, it felt good to be in the Shrek group. <laughs> Somebody once told you. The, the world was yeah the world you. was kind of crazy yeah, yeah i don't know the lyrics i think it's the world is ain't the sharpest tool in the shed tool in the shed and that's right about the time when shrek comes out of his outhouse yes and, uh, gets the day started uh, or or as, as i like to imagine um god fucking king, king kong, kong. yeah it's shrek and king kong have a lot in common folks you, they really do yeah 
King Kong has a Diddy Kong. Oh wait, no, no, that's Donkey Kong. Never mind. I, he has Son of Kong, so he's like the donkey, I guess. I don't know. Um, so I wanted to know also another poll: uh, who people, who who's who was the better hero in people's opinion? Who who people liked the most? Who their favorite was out of Falcon or the Winter Soldier? Oh, the the better hero. Who, who, who their you, favorite was, just in general. Just who's your, who your favorite I just was? said, who's okay. your favorite? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. As I was say, the phrasing is important here because... It really is. It's One of them is entertaining. The other is like the pure soul. That's like, like Sam mm-hmm. is... The he heart he is the, the heart show, and yep. soul of Captain America. Like he, he is through and through. He's... He does... Oh, yes. Um, yeah. But... I like watching Bucky kick the shit out of people. <laughs> That's true. That ah, true. You know, I'm going to go with Sam, uh, the, uh, the Falcon. Falcon. The Falcon. He's, yeah. he's, you can always lean on him. You know, he's, he's the mm-hmm. guy. That's true. So out of this, we got a uh, Falcon 25%, the winter soldier, 75%. But Dennis, there's a twist in this twist. Our, uh, our intern, our social media intern, put it out there on Twitter. Uh, I or Twitter. This this one's from Twitter from me. Okay. On Instagram, or she put it out on Instagram. The same question, and we got the the reverse. Seventy five percent liked Falcon. Twenty five did the Winter Soldier. So it's kind of wacky. I I was I was kind of socks were knocked off on that one. Okay. I want to okay. know the psyche behind that. Or, or boots were unlaced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And, huh. All right. Explain yourself. Explain yourself, toasters. Yeah. What, what is that about? <laughs> this is you're you've, you're telling us different things. I mean, well, I guess different groups, different people. But, sure, um, but what is so? If you're listening to this, please let us know what you think. Yeah. Go over to Twitter. Slip in there. You don't got to DM us. Just just message us uh, at movie underscore toast and tell us who you think and why. And, yeah, uh, it's the explanation yeah. I'm curious about. What's uh, wh- why was the reaction so strong in one place and then? different in the other not uh, so much, yeah. yeah let us know that I, i'm curious that's an interesting result hmm. and uh the big poll for the week here though for big me poll. is so we just wrapped up falcon and winter soldier and a couple of weeks ago we wrapped up wandavision i want to know which marvel cinematic universe show people like the most out of the two oof and uh it was whew, quite the uh, turnout for this. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I. I mean, I. In my personal opinion, I feel like they're they're pretty closely matched. The 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 detract like the things I didn't like weighed about the same on each show. They were just in different mm-hmm. places because they were you know they had a different feel. Each show had a, you know did its own thing. So I. I. I mean, well, I don't want to get it too far ahead of things, but I kind of. I feel it's about the same. It's hard for me to answer. I like it's on, it stands <laughs> on equal ground for me personally. I can't really okay. pick one over the other. I'm sorry if that's not an option that you gave the vote. I should have put that as an option. I should have should normally say, Oh, they're equal. No, not this time. Not this time folks. What, what they time. say. I what, wanted what people to you, give though? us a solid. Ooh, man, honestly, in my, in my eyes, I'm going to say show wise. Oh boy. WandaVision ah, show. And yeah, Falcon yes. and Winter Soldier felt like a movie. Felt like a movie to me. I was every episode was a movie in my book. That ooh, that's a, but, see, that's really good phrasing there. No, that's actually that's uh you you put a really good point on it that 
WandaVision was very episodic and Falcon mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, I feel like if you were to binge all of it right now, it would just feel like a six hour long Marvel movie and you wouldn't bat an eye, you know, like I, yeah, I would sit through that thing just fine. Like that would be a lot of fun. Right. But so let, 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 let me twist it this way. Let's say the results one was 90 and one was 10. Where were you laying in the 90 oh, 10? Shit. Oh, you know what? Uh, yeah. Let's go Falcon Winter Soldier. All right. Yeah, as the 10 as or the 90. The 90. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. It was yeah. 90 Falcon Winter Soldier. So, yeah. It's just like you said, I think so because a, it had a, a much more cinematic approach, it was much more familiar to the main uh, MCU audience that it was very mm-hmm. digestible. You didn't have to interpret anything right off the bat. It's like, boom, you're in the world. We know this place. We know who they are. We, we know the rules of the world better coming into it. Yeah. So that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I was intrigued by all that. Um, so uh, I don't know if you want to get into a little news talk before we do some reviews. Uh, leave, leave the people waiting. Give them a little burst of news. A couple of little, little, little crumbs, little, little news croutons for your movie toast. Sit salad? No, we, you don't want salad. You want the toast. We're here for the toast. Come on. Oh, speaking of which, oh man, I just saw apparently uh, Showtime has a show called Cinema Toast. You mother fuckers. It sounds interesting, though. Apparently, it's uh, different directors took stock footage from things and put together and made like short like short movies or something and did like voiceovers as a way to kind of work through the pandemic. But the title just really struck home with me too close to too real, man. I got I got real defensive real fast. I I got scared (laughs) encroaching on our territory there. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time it happened to us, Dennis. So we'd have to live with that, I guess. This is true. Visionary is right here. True. That nobody nobody knows. The un, the unseen, uh, unheard visionaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so, what's your first story you got today? Well, I, I just kind of have a smattering of uh, Mortal Kombat stuff since that's going to kind of be the topic of the week. That given, given a lot of us just watched it, and I know we're going to have a lot of feedback to it. Uh, something mm-hmm. that, unsurprisingly, it was the top grossing film at the box office, given that it's you know, in this kind of first wave of movies to come back and as a lot of theaters are reopening, but it cracked a, it's like 22 and a half million it made in its opening weekend, which, you know, that's not the, you know, that's not the budget coming back in the first weekend, but that put a solid dent in it. And at least it's, it's good to know that there's, there's butts and seats. The, you know, people are getting Mm -hmm. back into the theaters. We're getting these, we're getting the theaters back open, uh, narrowly beating out demon slayer, which, is also yeah, getting which I'm looking today. at the at at the uh, box office numbers right now. Demon Slayer is 19.5 million. Oof. Mortal Kombat was 22.5. So it's like, and then looking back, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to get into your story here. If this might be the same story, but no, go for I it. I believe the 94 Mortal Kombat made like 23 or 24 million. So we're kind of on par right now, box oh, office wise, between original and this one. Huh? Dang. Yeah, it's yeah, which makes sense, especially since the availability now, if they're if those figures are incorporating like HBO Max subscriptions or not, I'm kind of curious if it's just box office. or uh... mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, no, they're not counting HBO. Max oh, nice. In, in oh, cool. So, there we go. And looking at the box office here as well, uh, coming in third place and fourth place and fifth place oh. are three movies we reviewed on on previous episodes. Godzilla vs. Kong, Nobody and Raya. And the last dragon. Oh yeah. 
So if you want to hear reviews of that and you're new to the show, check out our past couple of episodes. We got we got all that and more. The uh, another thing that had come up that uh, apparently was uh, rolling around on set and the I know some of the fans of the video game universe, as well as fans of the new movie, we're talking about who uh, could potentially be cast as the character Johnny Cage. Obviously, given the discussion, he doesn't make an appearance in the movie. So um, Mm -hmm. with that being said, the the name that had float to the top that I thought made really sense, given our previous research there, Adam, uh, was The Miz to play Johnny Cage. And it's like when you see the photos of the character and the wrestler side by side, it's like, well, shit, that's him. Like, I could see that. Yeah, but my, my issue, my issue there. Like, yeah, he's a wrestler, so that's a form of acting. But it's like, do you think he has the chops to, like, pretty much front a movie? I don't know. Well, I, well I, sir, I honestly haven't seen him. When the rest of the cast is uh, <laughs> about in the <laughs> same place he is, I think we're not too concerned with acting ability anymore. <laughs> but I'm getting See, ahead of myself. For me, if, if we had a little star power and money, I, I, I would like a Ryan Reynolds in there or, or even even to go a little, little lower. I'd go with a Joe McHale. Those guys have the cockiness and the comedy and I could see them both kind of fighting a bit. But yeah, you're right. The Miz has the muscles and he has the wrestling skills. There's and the, his and character the has a certain air about him where it's he's really he is that vain and he is all about like the vanity and the uh He's very self-involved and I like that the character kind of does that too. He's kind of full of himself. He thinks he's larger than life. And, but it's obviously in the Mortal Kombat universe, it's for good reason because the guy can fucking shoot laser beams out of his fists, I guess, depending on (laughs) which universe we're in, but you know, we'll, we'll digest. However, or, or Dennis, if they were to, if they were to flip it, I have two other types of uh, actors out there, two other guys that I think would be really cool seeing in the role. First of which would be Michael Jai White. He's a badass. He's Ooh. got the build. He he has the comedy yeah. chops. He could he could be arrogant. That would be kind of fun. I think that would be funny. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. And oh, or another guy who I mean isn't full of himself, but I think uh, could be, could be a good choice. He's got the body and I know he's, he can be comedic. He can be a badass. would be Mike Coulter. Good old Luke Cage. Oh, Oh, and he's, he, he can do the comedic timing. Well, when it, when necessary, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and that would be really important to the character. You're right. I could totally see him whipping off the sunglasses and (laughs) because what I really love about this at, at the end of the movie, it's not really a spoiler, but our main character says, I'm going to Hollywood. And he's like, what are you looking for? There? He's not he's not like, what am I looking for? I'm looking for who? And you see a poster of a Johnny Cage movie, but you don't see any part of Johnny Cage. He's wearing clothes and gloves. And, it, and you don't see any any part a of a blinged so out diamond encrusted belt buckle with cage on it. So it's unmistakable who's <laughs> who we're talking about. Oh, here. yeah. And then his name's also all over. The oh, yeah. Yeah. Stuff. It's like the third in the series yeah. or something like <laughs> I forget what the <laughs> name of the fake movie was, but uh, something something great. Oh, man. But I don't I, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to keep going. And we'll, we have stuff to talk about <laughs> in the review. But this the, the, the way they ended that reminded me of where they ended another movie that was supposed to be a big franchise and did not go for it with the second movie. So I'll talk about that later. Stinger. <laughs> I, I think we both like the movie, so I don't know. we'll see. 
All right. Man. Um, but sorry, sorry. Is there anything else to go with that story that you kind of want to talk about? No, it's 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 kind of. And then uh, the only thing that caught my eye was yet another character. This it's not casting related, but um, the fact that we're acknowledging other popular characters that people were expecting to see in the movie. They fully acknowledged that they want to bring them into the fold into this into the sequel. Should they should they get to make it? So. Well, we'll have to see how you folks do, you know, how you folks react with it in the upcoming weeks. If they make their money back, if they make their investment back, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see if we do get a peek at Mortal Kombat 2. But um, Kitana was the name they dropped as oh, that's yes. who they, which they, they were so heavy handed with her, uh, the uh, Blade fan. You know, I was just like, hmm. come on, where's, where's she at? Where's she at? Right. I guess it's the you next one. tease a little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So um, in, in about nine weeks or eight weeks, I, I don't know how to count. Uh, we're getting we're getting a ninth installment of a movie of a series. People love the Fast and Furious franchise. We're 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 we're, we're going to be getting who F9, Dennis. Can you believe there's a movie just called F9? You don't have any Fast, any Furious, just just the letter F it, and then the number nine. Is it just about the ninth function of your computer keyboard? Like they're they're just hacking. I, they're hackers now. Honestly, they could. I, I think there's two hackers in the group. I think Ludacris and a woman are hackers in this. So maybe maybe it's just them hitting the, the button the whole time. <laughs> Damn. And people would still pay out their ass to see it. But anyways, <laughs> it's like I, I was just if, uh, kidding. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Dennis, literally uh, shout out to another show. I know I've talked about in the past. Uh, how did this get made? Paul Scheer, Jason Manzoukas. Oh, yeah. uh, they have a show. They literally dropped like a little episode the other day reviewing the latest trailer, which is only three minutes. They dissected the fuck out of it like <laughs> they had an hour and 15 minute episode just talking what? about everything that happens in it and it was riveting stuff it was probably the best thing i listened to all week but if you have any of the following theater chains in your town an amc a regal a uh marcus theaters a harkin theaters a showcase cinemas a b&b theater epic theaters evo theaters megaplex theaters and escape theaters you might want to go over to fastfridaysscreenings.com because every week leading up to F9, there's going to be free screenings. On April 30th, there's going to be The Fast and Furious. May 7th, Too Fast, Too Furious. May 14th, The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. May 21st, Fast and Furious. May 28th, Fast 5. June 4th, Fast and Furious 6. June 11th, Furious 7. <laughs> June 18th, the fate of the furious and then the following week you can pay for a movie and see f9 but um yeah so you can see all those movies on the big screen for free or i was telling dennis off camera off camera off mic that uh i'm gonna be reviewing each of those movies every week leading up to it so you can hear a review or you can see it for free it's up to you i don't care either way i'm gonna watch all the movies all the but i just want to say all the titles of those like (laughs) it's like you can tell they were putting a lot of work into it and then they just got lazy like Fast and Furious. They just got rid of the and then then like two movies later, Fast and Furious six, then Furious seven, then the fate of the Furious. And it's like, what's going on here, guys? By the 12th one, it's just going to be naming this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That sound. (laughs) 
Well, they're only going to ten, Dennis. But then there's going to be spinoffs, so you oh, never know. Like bullshit! If they're if they're making half a billion dollars a piece, <laughs> they're going to keep crapping those things out. I don't care what they say yeah. now. Uh, I, but it should be a that's, fun time, though. True. Like it, it's what that's something you can always bet on. Is you know it's going to be larger than life, and you know it's going to be a sensory experience. Oh yeah, they're literally they're they're kind of going to the orbit of they're 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 shooting a rocket into space the with a car space. with Ludacris and Tyrese in this trailer. <laughs> so the sky is the limit on literally this. the sky. <laughs> Uh, and even in the trailer, Tyrese is like naming all the things they've done. He's like, I don't know how we're going to top any of that. And it's like, oh, God, <laughs> now you're just being in your own movie. Just, God damn. Yep. Hey, guys, what I just found this movie whole... called The Fast and the Furious starring Paul Walker. Let's watch it. <laughs> oh, man. Tom what sits a, down, pops in the DVD. Family. <laughs> like it. You don't turn your back on family. The world, the universe implodes on itself. That's how it ends. <laughs> and there's even in the trailer a, a scene of someone holding an iPad, seeing J- uh, Paul Walker on a beach with this child, and it's Aww. like, oh man, is Paul Walker in danger in this? I don't know because they didn't kill him off; he's still alive. Yeah. So they could bring his brothers in to to play his character, like they did in the last one that he was in. Try to composite his, his part together. Honestly, I was trying to I was trying to see what scenes they did that in the one that he left, but uh, I couldn't figure it out. So oh, damn. The technology is there. That's true. That's true. And then that's definitely a, yeah. a movie where they're going to have the budget to do it right. Yeah. Yeah. They, this, Universal just throws cash at it. Uh, did you have any other stories? Because I have one other one. No, hit us. Maybe interested in, but I don't know. So, Dennis, I, I, don't, I don't know if you know, but there's a movie that's so popular every Halloween it came out back in the 90s called Hocus Pocus. You're talking about three-engine hags versus the 20th century. How bad can it be? Hocus Pocus. Into the night! They love to fly. And it shows. And for years, they've been talking about Hocus Pocus 2. And then there was talk that Hocus Pocus 2 was going to go straight to Disney Plus with the original director, Adam Shankman. Yeah. However... Now Shankman's been shanked out. Oh, what? Uh, so there. Uh, the, apparently, there's a scheduling conflict, so he can't do this movie. But they got they got an interesting uh, director. This woman named uh, Anne Fletcher. Uh, she's done movies like uh, The Proposal, which I love. Oh, uh, yeah. Like the Step name up. sounds familiar. Uh, okay. Okay. 27 Dresses, The Guilt Trip, Hot Pursuit. And she's oh, been wow. doing a lot of TV lately. She did that Love Victor show. She did a couple of episodes of This Is Us. So I think we're in good hands. Yeah. And it's uh, being written by one of the writers, uh, a writer from Workaholics. So I'm kind of intrigued by it. Interesting. I, um, yeah. So I don't know. Well, all right. I, it's not much to say here, but I just figured I'd throw that out there. It can be scary revisiting something that's already a cult classic, but uh, you, know, you never know how they take it. It could be in good hands. I think they've had lately, they've had good luck with kind of touching back on some of the old stuff with I've been enjoying Mighty Ducks so far. It's been a cute, fun, you know, a fun show. It's not like it's groundbreaking, incredible cinema so much as it just kind of makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Maybe, maybe if, if they stick to their guns, Hopefully they at least achieve that with Hocus Pocus 2 yeah. or how, you know, whatever they're going to end up doing with with that property. 
I'm just wondering if it's a bad sign that the original director left, but it's like, hey, that happens all the time. It, yeah, which is true, you know, and you never know. Like, it, it could end up taking on a a new breath it needed. It could, uh, but yeah, we'll have, we'll just have to see, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, any anything else you want to talk about before we uh, get into a little movie talk? Oh, sir, I am Review I am ready H. for some. I'm ready to butter up that toast, man. Let's let's pop it in and. Sand it. All right. I did. <laughs> Sand, Sand it. it. What the hell does that even mean? Send, oh, sen- Send okay. it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'm going to start us off here with a movie uh, on Netflix that just came out last Friday called Stowaway. Ooh, pirate it's, movie? It's another space movie. Oh. No, no. It's space. Space yeah, pirates. So maybe space pirates. <laughs> Fortunately not. Although they, they did recently finish uh, filming season one of the live action Cowboy Bebop series, so I Ooh. guess that's kind of space pirates in a way, but uh, not this movie. This movie is um, is about a three man mission that's going to Mars. Uh, three people oh. that are very skilled. Uh, we got Tony Collette as like the the main captain in charge, and she's using her Australian actual voice, which I always forget that she's Australian oh, when she does yeah. the voice. I'm like, why is she doing this voice? I'm like, oh no, she's always done a voice for us. <laughs> And she 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 kills it in this movie. Then there's Daniel Day Kim. Uh, he's a very great actor. And then uh, one of my favorites yeah. uh, from Trolls, uh, we got Anna Kendrick. So uh, these three are we, we see them rocketing up into space. And then once they get up there, Tony Clip uh, sees some blood dripping from the sailing. And uh, we find out that there is a man that was stowed away and somehow was unconscious while they were taking off. Hey, sit down. Did we take No, hey, sit down. Did we take off? Sit down or you're going to pass out. Commander! Take off. Commander! Take off. And, and oh. that's when the story really kicks in. They're like, Does, did he do this on purpose or what? what's happening? And and it just turns out he was like doing maintenance, and apparently somehow nobody realized oh, he shit. was still in the sh- in, in the ship. And he he kind of knows he, he's able to throw his weight around and help out, but they only have enough supplies and whatnot. This is like a three or four year mission. Oh damn! And they don't have enough. Okay. And they they realize a little further on that they don't have enough oxygen to make it. So everyone on board will suffocate before we ever make it to Mars. So. It's the choice of are we going to try to figure out a way to save them or are we going to essentially tell them that we're going to have to get rid of them? And, oh, man, it's 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 a nail biter. Nice. Okay. really. It's like the whole time you're like, maybe he isn't who he says he is. And it's like, but that's the thing. Like, there's no reason to think he isn't. But it's just like something seems like it could be off. And it's like. Uh, man, I don't even know how to it's it's huh. just so crazy. Like and there's only these four actors in the film. We don't see anybody else. We only hear the voice of the mission control saying oh, countdown nice. five, four, three, two. I like that. So and like we see them interacting with like their people on Earth, but we only see them and only hear them because they get earpieces in. So it's it's really unique how they do it's that. Very isolated. And like there's so yeah. And there's like only so many sets that you can have because it's a small little like three man mission. And sure. It's just so like I I put this on because I'm like, well, I want to watch something new, something that people might watch. And it was trending on Netflix and I thought it was going to be boring. A lot of these movies I'm kind of bored by, like they did Midnight Sky with George Clooney and I I wasn't a giant fan. And I forget, I think they did another one and they're getting ready to do a Halle Berry one. And I'm like, 
Mm. What is it with space Netflix? Come on, guys. But I, I said, fuck it. It's under two hours. I'll check it out. And boy, I was so excited. I was so happy I watched it. There was not a dull moment in this movie. Nice, for man. Me. Every second counted. The dialogue was great. Like they all felt like they fit in. It was uh, I'm going to give Stowaway three and a half slices. Oh, of shit. Cool. It was pretty solid. All right. Yeah. Well, that is going straight to my queue as soon as as soon as we're done with this episode, man. Dang. Yeah, no, you, you sold me on that one. Yeah. That's for sure. Sounds like a good time. Like it's it's just it's a thrill. And I, I hope people check it out. And I hope it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I hope. I just hope it gets eyes because it's definitely well worth it. Well, there you Performances go. all around top notch writing, top notch cinematography is great. CG is pretty good. I don't I don't know why I'm not giving it four, but I just don't want to like go willy nilly with the fours. Oh, sure. No, no, no. Yeah, it's I, I get that gut feeling thing. You know, it's there should only be yeah. so many fours. I got you. I got you. Three, but three and a half mm-hmm. is is a damn good time. Like I am. I, I am so. pumped for a three and a half slicer. You know, that's that stowaway is definitely getting added, man. I'm I'm going to mm. add that to the queue for sure. Nice. What, what what do you get this week? First up, my my first review is going to be something a little different. Um, it's I kind of found something off on a whim trying to find. Uh, I just wanted to see something different. I didn't want to uh, pick out something that was completely brand new, but something semi recent that you can still kind of go back and find uh, over on Amazon Prime. I was cruising through the their catalog and i found an animated feature called to your last death greetings everyone please make yourselves at home what is this about pronouncing your sentences (laughs) this is a i mean a dark horror movie that is uh Huh. It it plays with a few different things I kind of wasn't expecting. Um, where it seems like a straight up uh, saw style kind of torture porn horror story, it then completely turns around and uh, it's like gods are playing with mortals, and it's much. And we start jumping through time and repeating time loops to try to change events, and it 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 actually surprised me for being something that looked kind of cheesy. And to be honest, it's kind of cheap looking on the eyes the animation is not the greatest it is very jarring the character movement and it is it is kind of rough to actually see things move on screen but the the art style i found to be really cool um the and just the brutality of it was intense it actually disgusted me a little bit it was like watching saw for the first time it it's like picking up that it's like picking up that horror comic book when you were way too young as a kid and flipping through and seeing the way too graphic and horrific scenes when you should. It it's it was aiming for this. The movie very much felt like it is trying to be that death metal album cover without having to actually have death metal screaming at you. Um, this is the story of a family that is come back together for not the greatest reason. They um, they these four kids, adult children all have a mutual hate for their father, who is the founder of this uh, defense uh, company that they just make weapons. In their eyes, he's just found, he's just finds new ways to kill people. And um, they, the kids themselves don't necessarily like each other very much, but they all grew up and went their separate ways, not really knowing each other that well. Our main character, she's the head of her own, like basically the opposite of what her father does. Uh, she oversees like this mm. peacekeeping group that goes around the world to try to, help people who have been affected by violence or uh, 
people live trying to live in war zones. And this is our character, Miriam uh, DeKalb, which you'll hear DeKalb so many times. It's kind of a the, the name I thought kind of stood out to me. I wonder who who that is to the creators, because it just gets said a lot. And it's like a brand name. So you see it all over the movie. <laughs> um so Miriam is is our our main character. She and her three siblings have come back come to her father's office where they are summoned, where they receive news that he has six months to live, and he has one last request uh, before before he parts this world. So they've come together because they find out that their father that they hate has one final request that before he leaves this world, and that it is to die. Uh, yeah. So it kind of comes out. Of, it seems like it comes out of nowhere. But so his kids cost him a presidential campaign. He was running for vice president a few years before, and they made it public that he's like a he's a psychopath. He beat their mother. He psychologically abused them as children, that he's a horrible human being, that he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be our nation's president. He will destroy the country. So he's never forgiven them. And by he's trapped them all in his in his office building. And he's hired these mercenaries that then like arrest each of it. Like they grab each of them, take them to a different room and he's got a torture device and he kills all of them in different ways. And as Miriam's getting thrown down an elevator shaft, the event stops and this woman appears and she's uh, like a demon. It's not really explained who or what she is or who she works for, but she's called the game master. And you find it, you find out she's you've, you, she gets through all of these events. She's the lone survivor. Everyone is killed, but her, and no one believes her story that her father tried to have her, have them all killed. But the game master approaches her and tells her, I'm going to give you a chance to relive these events. And it's going to give you a shot to change everything. Now it's your job to make it entertaining for us. You need to put on a good show because we're going to be placing bets on what the results will be and to see if you're going to do the same thing again. So it's like you're uh, and she gives her this mark on her hand that allows her to turn back time. 24 hours and she only has two hours to make the decision whether or not she wants to relive these horrific events again. And she does it because she wants to try to save her siblings. There's only one way for your siblings to survive this. And that's for you to go back and save them. This is crazy. Let's begin. This time the odds will be even because you'll have an edge. You'll have foreknowledge. It's the movie's brutal. I mean, it of of course we end up because we repeat time. We actually see the 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 kills of all of the her siblings as planned out by their father, and that's where it very much feels like a saw film because he sits in his office and he's talking to him through like an intercom and like the security cameras throughout the building. So it's kind of cheap in that like he doesn't have to really do anything. His henchmen kind of cart them around. Uh, the main character, Miriam, seems to be the only one who has a head in her shoulders because she's running around with a fire axe, hacking people up, trying to save her siblings who just seem to be completely helpless, even though like one of them runs this giant company. Another like they have some means and resources, but they I don't know. It, we seem to kind of conveniently let things fall into place at some points. And, and then given the ability of this character named the Game Master, she can change reality around Miriam in order to make it more interesting for the people betting on the, uh, the mer- like, I don't know what you even call it. The events that, that transpire over this one night that keeps getting repeated. So it's not quite Groundhog Day because it's an even shorter period of time. And she has less time to like 
attempt it again. Some, it is sometimes almost instantaneous where she comes back to the same moment. She has no control once the whole story starts. So that was kind of a lot. I know I threw it at you. It was interesting, though. I got to admit, for I, after poking around a little bit online, the movie has an interesting story of it started off on Indiegogo in 2017. They were trying to raise funds for it. And it was like a budget made in a budget of like fifty two thousand dollars. And it, the production lasted about mm. a year. And it's uh, because the uh, animation that's used, I I could totally see that. It makes sense. It's all in the sound design. The movie sounds really good. The music was interesting. Uh, you actually have uh, some interest. You have some cool voice cast. Uh, Ray Wise plays oh, yeah. the father. He's he's got William Shatner. Oh, right? William Shatner is like his narration is really cool. I remember meeting him one time for this comic book signing event that it was for a comic book that he helped co-write. And it felt like he was reading the narration from the comic book. Like it was very much in that tone. Huh. He totally it. It seemed like he very much understood the, where everything was going. It was great direction on his voice work. It it was like very Twilight zone but even darker and more sinister. Like, I, I liked what he had to offer. Uh, Marina Baccarin doing the voice of the Game Master was... Mm-hmm. It, it, there was like kind of this sultriness to it, but it was still commanded your attention of like, this is... this. She is a, kind of like a god or a demon. I'm not sure. It's never... That's not explained. <laughs> Interesting story, though. I liked the plot. I liked the how they played around with time and the brutality of it. Like, this is an intensity I was not expecting. It kind of turned my guts a little bit for having to start for, for a movie I was watching first thing in the morning with my morning coffee. Uh, hmm. Intense, but not for everyone's taste. Uh, uh, tread lightly. But I still think if you're if you're remotely into horror or you like animation targeted for adults and, you know, in this kind of manner, I think it might be worth a shot. So. You can find it again on uh, Amazon Prime to your last death. I'm going to give two slices of toast. It's a uh, it's something if you're looking for something that um, you probably let slip by that apparently got a decent amount of uh, attention on the horror uh, festival circuit. So and it only was oh, released it was in one of the most award winning horror movies of 2020 now built right into the trailer there. 30, 34 festivals gave it uh, laurels. So mm-hmm. it's it, it has been around the block. Dennis, can I tell you something? Can I come clean about something with you about this? Please. Um, so last year we uh, had the chance to get a screener of this and I uh, I didn't know the plot. I saw the animation. And I'm like, nah, now I'm kicking myself. In the oh, I've seen this a year ago. That's, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, no, because you sold me on this. I'm, I'm intrigued because as you're saying this, I'm like, this sounds familiar. And then I'm like, oh, there it is. Fuck me. Should have done it. You know, I, but, you know, you live and you learn. Well, you know, it's I'm curious to see what you would say about it, because I feel like this is totally something that you would you would dig. Um, but the, I, it sounds pretty badass. Picking apart the, I'm, I love Ray Wise. Oh yeah. Oh, and it's it's what it's funny because they animated the character to kind of look like the shape of his head. His hairstyle is mm. very much like the real Ray Wise. I thought that was funny. Nice. Excuse me. But fuck. Now now I'm kind of let down that yeah. let a movie like that slip through the cracks. But hey, guess what? Amazon Prime saving the day everybody there you go there you go it's right there for you you can still check it out don't even don't even have to murder (laughs) any angels or uh behead any monsters or 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 (laughs) slay any any demons demons. (laughs) (laughs) i didn't slay any demons though Uh, sounds like you no no 
I mean, I, I'm gonna, uh, Dennis, uh, I gotta tell you something here. A couple of episodes, maybe it was the last episode, we were talking about how nothing good happens on trains, right? Oh no, oh no. What happened? What, this, I watched, what train was it? I watched the movie. I watched <laughs> Demon Slayer. Oh no. Mugging Train. So I I don't know much about this, but my brother he loves the anime and the manga stuff, and like he just started this YouTube page called Heartless Weeb. That's H A R T L E S S W E E B, all one word. He posts a bunch of different manga stuffs, and he yeah. takes this shit seriously. So just figured I'd throw him out a little. Little little bone here on on YouTube. You should check him out if you like that stuff, guys and gals out there. But um, he he he's watched this Demon Slayer show and he's been raving about it for a while. And he's like, "Hey man, I got a ticket if you want to come with me to see this movie." And I'm like, "I know nothing about it." So I watched the pilot episode on Hulu. I think it's on Hulu. It's on Netflix. You can find it anywhere, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but it's about this this boy who um is out selling coal for his family, and then he comes home to find that his family's been ravished and killed by demons and he, he sees his sister still alive and he's trying to bring his sister to get help in, in the city which is so far away but then his sister kind of comes gets gets a jolt of energy and starts attacking him and then some guy comes out of the blue and tries to save our hero here and it turns out the sister had blood of a demon get in her and now she's kind of turned into a demon but the brother knows that like she's still in there his sister so he's like give me a chance to save my sister's life and uh, the guy's like, all right, well, I've never seen a demon tr- try to protect someone before because the the demon slayer that tr- was trying to save our main character guy uh, was about to kill him. And then this the sister saved his life. He got in the way and protected him. Uh, so it's kind of about this guy who now is setting his sights on killing the demon that killed his family. And I guess he makes demon slaying friends along the way. And there's one season of it. Uh, I just didn't have time to watch all of it in a week. Uh, I only watched one episode, oh, sure. but this movie takes place like, I guess at the end of the first season, they're like, okay. Hey, here's a movie coming out. So it's like this movie picks up right after the first season. I oh, guess. That's cool. But I guess the animation style is slightly different. It's a little more detailed and a little more graphic and, oh. and intriguing looking. So yeah, so this movie is called demon slayer mug and train. So um, our heroes they're the, the hero I met in the first one him i guess he he made friends with like this kind of like very like scaredy cat type of guy but when he gets mad he can kick ass and whatnot and there's this like psychopath guy wearing a boar head and uh so the three of them were told by their master to go on the train and help a high level demon slayer help uh save people on a train because i guess this one train has been ravaged with demons and people keep dying so our heroes go try to save the day there but it turns out that the ticket taker, you know, like the fucking conductor when he comes and like sure. takes your ticket and then he like he, he fucking stamps it or not stamps it. He fucking like punches a hole in it. Like turns out there's a demon that's possessed him. And once like the tickets punched, somehow they're infected with this this disease or something and they all pass out. And he, uh, they all go into like these alternate dream worlds where things are great and amazing and you have joy like our main character when he comes back from selling coal that day he finds his family dead they're all alive and it's like nothing ever happened and it's like you have the best dreams in the world but then he slowly realizes something's off and he wakes up and then it's like he has to wake his friends up he has to fight the de- the main demon that's doing this and it's like matrix on a train crazy shit ensues yeah yeah it's like kind of like matrix meets like uh 
I guess, inception in a way. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of like going from not knowing anything about this anime. It, it, it had a good audience. People were there. It was, it was a pretty decently packed audience. People were reacting, laughing, cheering, clapping. And there were some cool killings and whatnot. And it was graphic. Um, but like I said, I don't know the anime much, but I mean, I enjoyed it without knowing too much about it, but I, I probably would have, Liked a lot more. Okay, you think that would have helped a good amount? Twenty something episodes, yeah. yeah. But with only seeing one episode or barely knowing much about the show, I'm going to give it two and a half slices of toast. Okay, I'd say if you like the show, you probably think maybe three, three and a half slices. But uh, yeah, I, I hope that's helpful for anyone out there considering seeing it. I mean, it's number two at the box office, like we said, so people are loving this. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And it sounds like, given the audience you were in, uh, people are turning out for it, which which is cool. I like when the not the most mainstream stuff is actually starting to to pull stuff, put butts in. Yeah, and it's crazy because I like a couple of weeks ago I went to the theater, I saw a trailer for it, and like someone at work's like, I went to the movies and they they played a trailer for an anime movie that I've never heard of. I'm like, oh yeah, people love this stuff. So yeah, hopefully this is uh, I mean, it's the perfect time. Not a lot of big stream movies coming out. Yeah. It's like maybe more movies should be like, because normally when anime is released, it's like for two days and it's a fathom event, but this is like at least a whole week's run. So, and it's not a fathom event as far as oh, I nice. know. Oh, so nice. Cool. Hopefully we get more like this. Yeah. yeah. Well, but um, Dennis, we, we both saw something that had mixed reviews and I'm intrigued to talk to you. about. Yeah. And, you know, we've been we've been hyping this one. I've been excited for it. Folks, we're talking about Mortal Kombat throughout history, different cultures all over the world. Reference a great tournament of champions. That dragon marking. I think it's an invitation to fight for something known. Mortal Kombat. We've uh, finally, finally got our views in. I, um, I just watched it this weekend, um, given that it just what dropped uh, last Friday, so it's it's still pretty fresh in my mind. Um, that uh, it was it was interesting. I mean, going into it, we're all going to expect a certain story. Like, we, there's certain things like people familiar with the game will have a certain idea of where some characters should come from what the general direction of things. Um, mm-hmm. But we, we had some fun with that. We, we, uh, the, this film played around with that idea. I, I, I did very much enjoy that opening scene though. I like seeing this, uh, mm-hmm. the establishment of Scorpion right off the bat. Um, Which is funny. That opening scene reminded me a very lot of uh, the animated movie that I reviewed. Yeah. That was on a lost episode. It made me want to watch that. I'm like, shit, um, I think I want to go. I want to yeah. go check that out now after having watched this movie. Like, Kind of a similar story in a way, but mm, that one was a little more faithful to the to the, the to the game origins and the video game. Yeah, a little more. Okay, but um, well, yeah. So this yeah. this is a uh, like we said, it starts off uh, kind of laying out the groundwork of who Scorpion is and why he's such an angry bastard before uh, <laughs> jumping up to present day, and uh, we start we start assembling the pieces of our team. I, I was not ready for the uh, to drop into that episode of Kingdom or whatever. Uh, the <laughs> MMA, the MMA, MMA fight. fights, mom and dad. And except don't call me mom and dad. And that was that was a whole weird <laughs> thing. I don't know. You know what? I'm just saying now I didn't like this guy. 
I did not like this main. I did. I did not. Well, he's not one of our guys. He's not on the roster of characters that we've played and loved. The, exactly. It's they. They jammed a, a character from the most recent game in there. It clearly, just feels like an advertising tactic of, oh, you don't know who this guy is. Well, you better go play the new <laughs> one and get familiar. Fucking this bad Black Panther ripoff is just hmm. cheap as hell. Anyways, I'm. Oh, uh, before we get to the, those things. <laughs> well, Dennis, here, let, let me throw this yeah. at you. This movie is called Mortal Kombat. The Mortal Kombat game and the previous movies, it's more about like, hey, man, we're getting all these different worlds. We're getting different fighters and champions from the worlds coming together to fight in the Mortal Kombat. But this movie is more like, hey, let's be cheapskates and let's be bad guys and let's let's go kill all Earth's mightiest heroes. That way they can't compete in the Mortal yeah. Kombat. And they never fought in the Mortal There's Kombat. There's no fucking so tournament. All just like, what the hell? This whole no, movie. a bad foreplay the, the title of the movie is the name of the tournament that we don't get to watch. What the hell? Yeah. No, I, I felt cheated at like, I get we're trying to set the stage, but don't give me 90 minutes or two hours of. We're trying to get you to buy into a trilogy. Like, fucking just tell one yeah. story first. Sell us on one movie. Give me one good yep. story. Otherwise, I don't care about what else you're trying to promise me in the future. Which, I'm sorry, this movie did too many times. Quit, like, yeah. and, and then to be honest, now after we had just done the Godzilla King Kong movies, those were doing the same thing. The second Godzilla movie, to me, mm -hmm. was doing a lot of the same stuff that this did leading into Godzilla yeah. vs. Kong. And even walking away from that movie, it felt the same as this. Uh, See, what I, what I was talking about at the top of the show, what I was kind of compared to was the... Uh, the reboot of the Power Rangers movie that mm. came out years ago. They were setting up like a whole, hey, at the end of the movie, here's here's a character you really want to see, Tommy, the Green Ranger. That's right. But we're going to hit at him, but he's never going to come because guess what? We didn't focus on what we should have focused on, the main story. Uh, we tried just changing shit too much. That's funny because I, I actually, I feel like I remember really enjoying that, that, no, no, that no. movie. See, I, I'm with you. I enjoyed it too, but... It could have been a little more fleshed out, I think. And and I feel like that's why the audience didn't flock to it as much. Yeah. As I don't know. We're, we're like, we kind of dropped the name of the character and instead of, I feel like we needed more of the battle. Like we, we needed to kind of see the power of the characters. And I wanted to see the little bit more of the evilness instead of the suggestion of it, you know, uh, yeah. I, I get, but, yeah. <laughs> but to this movie, it's like, all right, so, I don't I don't know where to begin. Like it had a all right, so let's let's even start here. What type of movie was this? It's a video game movie, I guess that is what we can clarify it as. But so yeah, the issue with me is this movie doesn't know what it wants to be. I guess you can classify it as a video game movie, and that's very broad. But it's like, does it want to be a drama? Does it want to be an action movie? Does it want to be a horror? Because a lot of this plays as a horror movie, the way they're setting it up. But then you get action, and the action is gory and fun and just the best part of the movie. I don't know. For me, I, I consider this movie like a porn. You're fucking watching it for the fucking hot action, but you don't care about the story at all. It, it's like it was made money shots. That is a good comparison. It. No, it's legit. It's like it is made like a porn. Out. Like we we focused only on and it's I, and to lean that go to go with that. I feel like it's casted that way, too. We're going to forgive the mm -hmm. line delivery and acting ability of a lot of the cast if they can physically and, perform and the the stunts. like they're actually like the, the it looks like you said, it looks really cool and they do a great job. Yeah. The, the stunts that are performed 
it I don't feel like I'm watching a bunch of CGI dolls jump around. It looks like I'm watching these people do, you know, do these moves and mm-hmm. you know do all the fights and stuff. That is entertaining. You're right. It is wildly entertaining to watch the fights. I like seeing the fatalities. Even if we get heavy handed in dropping some of the dialogue from the game, it's like, ah, there it is. You know, it's like, th- yeah. thank, thank you very much. This is what we're here for. They make it work somehow. But you're right in that, like, it, it wanders. They don't spend enough time on the stuff that we're here for. Then we try to have these, like, adventure elements that, like, kind of meander mm-hmm. around and let's find our... We have to discover our inner power. Fuck that. I was so yeah. over that. I, I'll say right now, Kano was probably my favorite character. That that son of a bitch was hilarious. See, I was that's I wanted to I wanted to get in with that. That's the only actor I really know from this movie. This guy, Josh Lawson, he was on like a cool show on Showtime with Don Cheadle a while ago called House of Cards. He's kind of on oh, uh, a little bit here okay. and there on uh, Superstore. He he's been in things and like I forget another situation like Tony Clett. I forget that this guy's actually Australian, so he's using his real voice in this. But like he was gruff, he had one liners, he was great. And it's like I felt like he was improv and having a good time, but the other guys were just so on the nose with the dialogue in the script. It's like I don't care. But him, he was so badass, dynamic, fun, and and enjoyable. That's what I wanted out of all these guys. Yeah. I get not all of them have that persona. Absolutely. I I I would have to I have to say or I have to go to bat for the only other one that I felt like was like really solid in both the action and the, their dialogue line delivery, their presence on screen was the actor that fucking played Scorpion. Uh, uh, Hiroyuki Sonata. Mm-hmm. He actually, I'd like, but this is, these are the kinds of movies he's in often. Like this is just what yeah. he does. He's good at playing this type of guy. And he, I think he did a great job. The limited amount of time we got to see Scorpion. What the fuck for all this promotion, for all this, for all the hype. We're, you know this is who we're here I mean, the see. fucking poster of the movie, half Scorpion, half fucking Sub-Zero. They did, they did that, that seven-minute teaser. The beginning of the movie. Yeah. They did, when they did that seven-minute teaser release, I'm like, oh, sweet. I were, you know, you you see him get the uh, the spear, the throwing spear. You see him build, like, the, mm-hmm. the classic, the for the get over here fucking, yeah. you know. You see it. But then that's which, it. Which I love. You see it. In the beginning, his wife's using that as like a spade to dig, and they they show like an insert of her putting it down. It's like I can't wait to see that. Oh yeah. And then once he does, puts it together. It's like yeah. Yeah. And then you're you're seeing like a fun martial arts action fucking kung fu movie, and then it just drops down to like you said, like Kingdom, like a television show about a family drama. It's like I don't want that. Care about that stuff. Yeah. It's like we took way too long to get through that stuff. Same with setting up. uh, I'm like I like uh, Jax and. Uh, oh my god! Now I can't think of her name. Mm-hmm. I why Sonia? My goodness! Th- sorry, sorry, folks. Yeah, I like Jackson Sonia. Those characters in the games are cool. In the last movie, they're cool. Mm-hmm. In this movie, yep. we like milked it a little too hard. Like we went a little too long to try to like cultivate this relationship that, frankly, we don't even see. Like on when camera. we first met Jax, I'm like, oh, he's a badass, and then it's like, oh no, we lose him for a third of the movie. Yeah, and then like they get jokes of. I got baby weak robot arms. And then once I got my power, I got Jack's arms. It's like, why do we have that whole bullshit whole set thing. up? Let's just give him the badass. And I'm arms. sorry. It was so cheesy like, to me to watch the arms grow as he was fighting. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to see it. Like oh. that was uh, to me, that was not a clever plot device. That was just a cheap way to have a, have a fun presentation of let's go down the line and montage everyone getting their things. Or now it's a grand reveal when someone finally gets to crack off what their fucking thing is. 
Ugh, I was over it. And let's not even leave the, the fact off here, Dennis. How do we know they're the chosen warriors? Because they got fucking... Uh, I didn't mind the, brands the, on their the arms mark thing. I, I kind of didn't mind the, like how I it's traded. Like I I liked the well if you if you killed someone wearing them, well that must it's like oh well you killed the champ the guy we thought was worthy, so you must be worthy of the mark. You know, like it. it I kind of liked that it was a title. Yes, I, I didn't like that it was this. Oh, you have a mark now. You need to go find your inner thing so you can have your fucking laser punch face. And you can fly with demons or whatever that, you know, mm. like that was kind of dumb to me. I don't need to go discover my Patronus, you know, like just fuck that. Let's get to fighting. And then by the time we finally get there, we kill off all the people I'm familiar with. Like, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I love that we got to see uh, Kung Lao's fatality with with the hat. That was oh, yeah. so bad. That was cool. <laughs> But yet it was so CG as well, but it was fun to watch, right. which and that was another thing. There was definitely some shots in the movie like Val and I turned to each other like during the movies like that looked like shit, didn't it? There was distinct like scenes and frames where some of the CG like what about it, Goro? Yeah, we didn't even talk about him. So Goro, I thought, looked pretty good for most of the movie. But every once in a while, if the shot was really fast, mm-hmm. he looked like shit. It, the, specifically, this, the scene that stood out to me was when he went through the portal to the US to where fucking Kingdom Guy is at home and he appears in the barn. Well, the shot of him mm-hmm. approaching the truck when his wife and daughter are in there trying to get away and he's lo- he looks into yeah. the driver's side window. I mean, it maybe the maybe the bandwidth was getting used up a lot. Like, I'd like to think hopefully the the screen was just pixelated or something. But Goro looked like shit in that shot. And it was very noticeable. The other time I noticed, too, was in that opening, the opening fight scene with uh, uh, Hanzo. And when he stabs the knife into the top of the dude's head, the blood that was like rolling down the top of his the top of the guy's head, it just looked really plasticky like it looked applied yeah. you know it just it looked like a post effect whereas a lot of the other blood in that same fight scene it didn't stick out nearly as much to me as it did for some reason when in that particular instance or that use in that shot uh but there was like flex of that throughout the entire movie to me um the, mm-hmm. the, the training arena the the the, like the wide shots were all fucking weird. Whenever they composited the 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 live actors into some of the CG stuff, it just looked kind of odd. Like it felt like they rushed yeah. out. They rushed it out. It felt like they rushed that part of it out. Um, same with some of the scenes. Like you could tell it was like a weird. Oh shit, we forgot this line of dialogue. But it's COVID rule, so we got to keep people in a weird distance. Mm-hmm. So we're all going to be on the screen screen, standing in weird places, talking to each other, and we're going to shoot in weird coverage. But oh, now, now, also, I know <laughs> this has nothing to do with COVID, but in the end, the fight scene with Scorpion and Sub Zero when they're talking and they rip off their masks to say like a line of dialogue and then pop it back on, I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want to see your fucking mouse. I don't want to see you talk. Just wear your fucking mask. I don't. It's like remember this face, and the other guy pulls it off. He's like, no, remember my face. It's like fuck. The you. there are nods I get to it. the it's game. A yeah, like it's. Yeah. I mean, the obvious one being Scorpion's fatality with him breathing fire, but the other one being uh, the alternate version. So which I guess we'll find out if we get a second Mortal Kombat, um, if they're going to go down the Lin Kuei dynasty family line. And are we going to get the good Sub-Zero in the second one, the younger brother of Bihan? Well, 
let's talk let's talk about this here for a second Dennis as it's like oh wow they just killed a lot of these bad guys but don't worry they even say it in the movie huh they might be dead right now but in a different plan they might be alive or something in a different plane they might still be alive yep. pretty much they say hey they're not dead for good everyone can like, come well, back why to life. We just watch Fuck you. Don't tell me that. Show me that later. I want to think something's at stake I want to see. Here. No, it's like, yeah, exactly. Instead of the stupid uh, Johnny Cage poster, which you could have thrown in, uh, I don't know, if it could have been a post credit scene or like a little Easter egg thing mm-hmm. like that. What I wanted to see at the end, if you're going to mention something like that, I want to see motherfucking Shao Kahn stomping through a tele, like a portal onto into Earth Realm. Or I want to see Quan Chi as he's like, contemplating what his next move is going to be as he's about to make his move to conquer fucking Outworld or Earthrealm or something. Uh, I want to see one of the other big sorcerers. Shang Tsung is always the go-to, I feel like, first guy. Then you, it's like, oh, but then you find out he's just the tip of the iceberg, that there's all these other really bad dudes that have just been mm-hmm. rampaging from one realm to another. Or, or hey, you don't want to hire or cast someone new for that yet? All right. Let's just see like Sub-Zero somehow come back to life. I was expecting that. I almost thought to a T he was going to like like his frozen body that was there. It was going to like twitch and he'd come back to life or something. Just give me that, I guess. I don't know. Don't set me up other characters that don't matter yet until we see them. Speaking of other characters that don't matter, what's with the deep cut characters we decided to toss in as villains that like, I'm sorry, they like the guy with the hammer was like in one game and the the. <laughs> The chick with wings. Apparently she was in one. I had to look these characters up. I, they were not like mm. they were not anything major. Apparently she's supposed to be a vampire, which we didn't even see her do any vampire shit. She just gets her ass kicked the first yeah. fight she gets in. And then Hammer Dude, yeah. kind of the same story. That's kind of just where Jax like uh, gets his arms. So <laughs> fucking cares. I don't know. That was. And oh. the <laughs> the credits of this movie started off kind of cool. Like the blood's dripping. We're seeing cool pictures. Yeah. But it's like. Eight minutes, eight minutes of, 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 of fucking credits. We don't need eight minutes of this shit. I mean, there's Why? there was a lot Why? of CG, like there was a lot of effects stuff that they had to toss credit to. They could have sure. they could have cranked the fucking motion <laughs> up. They could have gone a little faster. I don't know. So the and knowing that there was a post credit scene. Yeah, that's true. Like I was happy that it was under two hours. But yeah, still it dragged for me. I was I was I got to be honest. It was kind of a it was a bummer. I was I mean, it's my fault for expecting more. But it did do the things that I wanted it to do. It gave me fatalities. It gave me the bloody you know, fights. I, I got the cool martial arts combat I wanted to see. And everyone looked cool doing it. I yeah. just didn't care about most of the things said out loud. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it did what uh, the studio needed it to do and made money and was number one at the box office. So chances are we're definitely going to get another one of these. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll have to see. It, it definitely got a mixed bag of, as, as far as feedback from the, the fan base. And, you know, I like if I'm already paying for a streaming service, then I'm probably going to watch it. But would I go to the theater but that's to watch the it? I don't I don't think that's I would. The- Pay money. That's the thing, though. This is this whole Warner Brothers on HBO Max is only supposedly this year. So next one is just going to be cinema. So it's like mm. unless they want to go the 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 route that Disney goes with premium access, maybe I don't know. Even oh, fucking fuck that. Even then, I you've you, I've lost faith in the second one. That's like, for sure. As we're watching this movie, I'm like, I'm so happy I didn't pay money and go see the set of theater. I would have been so let down. Yeah. Like, I was expect, I almost was going to go see it in the theater, but I'm like, mm, if it's good, I'll check it out. But that's not happening. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, it, ugh. 
Uh, I mean, like, the, like, I mean, as you heard, folks, there's definitely things we did enjoy. I, I did laugh at some of the scenes. Oh, yeah. Again, it's pretty much just Kano's dialogue, but uh, mm-hmm. the the fights were cool. A lot of like the the effects, the ideas of how like uh, how they fought each other, like some of the uh, the sets looked really cool. When especially when you got to that that final scene, I liked the final fight between the Sub Zero and scorpion sure. seeing the frozen um gym and everything and i liked them playing around mm-hmm. with like the fencing all frozen all that shit um that looked cool visually but that doesn't carry a movie you know it got no. it got painful and dry in a few places yeah and no one likes that and for that <laughs> i'm i'm gonna give mortal kombat two slices of toast on my end i i am gonna back you up on that one i also am gonna give it two slices it's it sat right in the middle. I, I thought it was funny, and I wanted to mention this before getting into it, but I didn't want to lead too much into my review. Um, I was surprised that these random indie horror animated feature I found on Amazon Prime, I think I liked more than this huge budget, you know, Mortal Kombat movie. It was like I, mm-hmm. I had just as much, uh, you know, entertainment from each thing. And I, I, I can safely say it is, yeah. Two slices for each thing is totally fair because there I can appreciate what you're aiming for. I enjoyed certain aspects, but you obviously fell short in these big gaping <laughs> holes. You know what the what they should have done with this movie? They should have they should have stuck to a motto. One world, one people, Dennis. One world, one people. Yeah. Start with that and then we'll move on <laughs> from there. All right, Mortal Kombat. Oh. Yeah, right. Or, or you know, give, give I, I, you know what? Give me the freaking Lin Kuei costumes. I want the, I want mm-hmm. to see the ninja costumes. I get reptiles with lizard man, but put the, put the yeah, that, hood on him. Like, yeah, I, I wanted the suit. I wanted okay. yeah. And like, I got, I got so excited. I thought we were going to see uh, uh, smoke that, that time that Sub-Zero mm. showed up in the middle of the movie when he started and he started hunting him down. When you saw all the black smoke billowing out, I was like, "Sweet, another ninja!" Nope, nope. Fuck all the other guys. <laughs> Apparently, we don't we don't care about the other Lin Kuei. Lin Kuei is I only like Sub Zero. There's, there's a whole franchise here. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, we we gotta we let's let's drop those fatalities like a bad habit and get on track with the 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 final episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier that uh, Disney Plus so graciously gifted to us this last week. We're professionals, yep. and uh, we're partners, co-workers, but we're also a couple guys with a mutual friend. Friends now don't. We're a couple of guys. I can look for Thanks for the help, man. We all criminals. Damn right. Damn right. We're yes, finally ready to spoil series. the fuck out oh, of Oh, we're spoiling all, every each and every moment. So please, if you haven't watched it yet, check on out of here. Go go catch up. Join us uh, afterwards. Um, it, it it is a interesting conclusion. Please and thank you. Goodbye. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Now that you've watched it. <laughs> Let's let's jump in, man. What are, what are we what are we happening? What are, what are we happening in this? Oh my gosh, I can't talk. <laughs> what are we happening in this? Indeed, Dennis. Oh boy, oh man, this 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 picks up right where the last episode leads off, and pretty much we find out that 
all the high profile people in the government are being sent out to safety. They're, they're being escorted out of this building that's under siege. They're being put in planes. They're being put inside armored vehicles. But it turns out the bad guys are the ones escorting them out. So their lives are now in danger and Falcon and winter soldier have to save them. And on top of that, the flag smashers are in play. And on top of that, we got fucking the French guy on top of that. We, we, we fucking finally find out who the power broker is. Oh boy. And we got a lot of heart. We got a lot. We got a great montage. We got a great speech. We got, that was, Oh, we got so much. I got to say that was one of the best moments in the whole show for me was Sam's speech at the end to the episode like mm-hmm. that was it was powerful and it just again anthony mm-hmm. mackie holy shit man you got you kill it um yeah but give before we, we get know to you're this, listening mac attack oh yeah good job you're a big fan big fan um as we are of, of yours <laughs> the uh yeah. that was that was a it was that was a cool build up though i liked the the struggle it felt it felt like the final hour of every really good Marvel movie, you know, it was, Mm -hmm. it was all of that buildup and it, it really felt like we got to savor, you know, savor the action in these last, last moments of the story. We bookend the opening and closing, like, cause the opening of the show is Falcon, like flying around, stopping terrorists in a plane. And this one stopping terrorists in a helicopter with high profile people in it. And it was even more action packed. Absolutely. Oh Yeah. That was I, I liked that that scan of because it, it can anyone in here fly a helicopter that that wasn't cool. <laughs> Get it, it. A little birdie told me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was a, a fun Tony. Wait, wait, wait. Flex. Ooh, we did something here, De- Dennis. We buried the lead. This isn't the Falcon doing this anymore. Who who, who do we get doing this stuff, Dennis? What's going on? Oh, it doesn't look familiar to me. That's right, man. Right off the bat, we finally get that glorious shot of him busting through the window in full Captain America armor. I, I thought it was an awesome mm. fusion of the uh, the Falcon's style of suit with the uh, mm-hmm. Captain's color scheme. I, that, I mean, it was just badass. He looked awesome. He owned it. It, it looks natural. Oh, that yeah. was it's uh, the shield is where it's supposed to be. And he was mm-hmm. rocking it. That was uh, awesome. And guess review. what? People even see him and like, that's Captain America. Like, yeah, like people are automatically like, this is our Captain America. And oh, God. And then as uh, fucking Bucky is out trying to get stop some people from dying in an armored van, another Captain America shows up, Dennis. That's right. It's our our, our friend from the end of the last episode, John Walker, who's uh, scrapped together his own Captain Shield is uh, entered the fray and with no concern of his own safety, just steps up and starts fight. You know, of course he has the serum, mm-hmm. but he just steps in and, ju- and <laughs> just goes at it. Like he would, if he were still the captain. Um, and one of the, the first thing I noticed off the bat is I love that because it was a different metal, his shield sounded completely different when he was in combat because yeah. it's all steel uh, instead of vibranium. But the, I, I liked that the added touch of, and then it's getting beat to shit every time it gets hit by something. Mm-hmm. It's getting a dent, and then that shot of him looking at his medal of honor to give him that extra push, that extra motivation to to keep on fighting and you know to overcome the odds. Where and that's to go back to what the question was that was posed before: Did he make up for what he'd done? And no, I don't think because of how he because yeah. of how he executed that guy and like because mm-hmm. it was in that public eye like that he's going to be paying for that forever he's always going to be yes. that dark 
he's going to have that go that demon following him. That's... So mm-hmm. he he can be as good. I will say he now. had the chance. No, oh, yeah. he had the chance to kill Carly, but he decided to help Bucky and essentially be a hero. But a little, little too late. But exactly, yeah, for sure. At least he he tried doing the right thing. Was it to show face? I don't know. Maybe we'll have to find. Especially given the uh, the interesting offer that that uh, character introduced last episode gave him with Julia Louis Dreyfus returning, Madame Hydra, right? Yeah, yep. we we are extending the invitation. We are making this legit. Um, he's now going to be in a secret agent of some particular fashion for. The quote unquote yes, government, the U.S. agent, uh, U.S. agent. Yeah. So we'll th- that'll be intriguing to see uh, how that plays out, how which side he lands on truly at the end of the day, whether he thinks he's serving. And the right he side even and he even says, oh, wow, this looks like Captain America's uniform. But she's like, no, it's all black because we want someone in a black suit coming in and doing what's right for America. And it's like, OK, Selena Myers, I guess. <laughs> The, uh, but oh, yeah. let's let's cut back to fucking oh man, I know we're jumping all over the place. I'm sorry, but Sam finally has the breakthrough with Carly, and he and her are almost on the same page. He's almost re- brought her back to the good side, but uh, the the power broker kind of gets in the way of that and kills her. Yeah, fin- finally revealing her face. Our 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 agent Carter friend isn't exactly the most scrupulous character in the in the show uh re- finally truly revealing that she she is the power broker and she's been the one pulling the strings playing the third party on her own accord like on her own behalf that was uh mm-hmm. it was satisfying to finally see it out in the open because i had a feeling this is the direction it was going to go it's like finally it, but the sad part is why they tip the hat so soon why'd they show us her calling and making the phone calls it should have been should have should have just had it been revealed here, but uh, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, be, honestly, I think she, it's it should have been revealed sooner because I didn't care enough about her character most of the time. I still I still don't care about her yeah, character. Yeah, right. After she's pardoned by the U.S. government, given a new government agency job, I still don't care. I don't care anything about her. I still don't know enough about her to care. I yeah. Get, I don't. Know. Um, Fuck her. I I was more excited about Isaiah getting the museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know that scene in there. But they, again, we shit. Now we keep dancing all over the place. Um, the that resolution. There's though, so much. Yeah, uh, we got the, the little nod to to Zemo. I loved that that shot of the mm-hmm. his his butler or whatever uh, <laughs> detonating the charges of the cu- He still got <laughs> he still got his. You know, even from yep. prison, Zemo still got what he wanted. Got the super soldiers. Yep. Um, they, then you had uh, Sam delivering his speech to the uh, oh, yes. the global whatever agency people that he had just saved, breaking down to them like what has been going on, and it was very very topical to what's going on today. Mm-hmm. And it's is it on the nose? Sure, but for good reason because these are things that need to be discussed, and these are things that should be brought to our attention. And I loved how the yeah. how they had the character address it, the way it was written, and the way he delivered that monologue was fantastic easily mm-hmm. i like that should go down uh, like that is going on is fucking real like that that is oh, a yeah. moment that should be up there and some of his best scenes hands down like oh man like it felt like it was off the cuff it felt genuine it felt honest and oh god it was just so 
Oh, man, like every week he gave a speech or something. And it's like, how how can anything be better than this? And he one ups himself. And then where it ends with this is like, holy shit, he's done it once again. Fucking yep. hats off to him. Yep, absolutely. Then finally getting that uh, that moment of closure for Bucky of him get, going to tell the tell his buddy about what truly happened to his son. And it, it's not that he needs to still be friends with him. It's he's finally getting that closure, giving him the closure mm-hmm. he's he's been searching for for years. That it yeah. was it was a good way to kind of close down the show. And excuse me. Well, last well, we closed down the show with the good old fashioned family reunion, a la Fast and Furious style. <laughs> family. Ohana means family. We're at the barge. Where the boat's been been prettified. It's been great. We got fucking uh, Sam's nephew and niece like hanging off of fucking Bucky's like arm. We got oh, it's happy days ahead for these here. Tom is working on the engine. <laughs> You're drinking some cores. Uh, sorry, some coronas. Yeah. See, this is why I gotta watch these movies. I think they drink cores light. <laughs> uh. This is where the this is where the Fast and the Furious universe crosses over with the MCU universe. Oh, oh, there was also talk. I forgot in news. Um, I, I forgot to tell you that um, there was talks that they 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 they, they kind of think they should cross over with the Jurassic World franchise and the Fast and Furious. And I'm like, no, come on, guys. No, no. Come on. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. But don't worry. Vin Diesel has a new franchise coming out, Dennis. It's been slated that he is going to be playing someone in a live action version of Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> I hope he's the blue one. <laughs> yeah, I thought we had that with Rail Steel with the uh, Hugh Jackman, but apparently yeah. uh, Vin Diesel's gonna get his taste. We, we we have to be on. We are gonna just gonna call them Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Like Rail <laughs> yeah. Steel was digestible. I liked how they did that. That was yeah. a way of approaching it. Please stop it. Stop it. You heard it from mm-hmm. the movie toasters. Stop it right now. <laughs> but uh, don't don't stop the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And oh, as no. it was ending, I'm like, I'm like, if they do another season, are they going to call it Captain America and the Winter Soldier? And bam, they fucking drop that little fucking title card at the end of the episode. Yep. Oh, so, so rewarding. And and well earned. I, I liked that every everyone yeah. got to the place that they needed to be. It's like, sure. Uh, I've complained about it, things feeling like it, the whole thing is a setup to the next thing. But I feel like by the end of it, it's the characters found themselves instead. You know, mm-hmm. it's Bucky can finally close the book on his past. Sam can move forward and he's can, he's donned the shield. He can now carry the mantle that he should have been, you know. Yeah. And now there's talk that there there's possibly going to be a second season. So that's cool. But there there's also now talks that there is a is a, to no one's surprise going to be a Captain America four. But there's also a surprising talk that a uh, fucking Steve Rogers might show back up somehow, somewhere, some Why not? sometime. Why not? Tony Stark could too, yeah. right? Let's just jam Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, in there. Yeah. Well, there was a whole thing. Uh, someone got a billboard in uh, Los Angeles to uh, with like a hashtag of like bring Tony Stark back to like life or something this week. And even fans of, of Marvel were like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with any of this. There's a lot to talk. It's, it's, it's but, a big chapter that's closed. We know the next thing coming down the barrel. Uh, 
isn't too far away with Loki. Was that June 11th? Mm. We get that premiere. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's yeah. not a long wait. So we'll uh, we'll be back at the uh, the superhero ness uh, before you know it. But what we do have coming around the corner, at least I know the next series of theirs I'll be dropping into from a cinematic universe will be Bad Batch. A test is in order. Five enhanced clones, more capable than an army. Yet they exhibit a concerning level of disobedience in disregard for orders. One of the one of the many See, things from... coming up for our Star Wars comeuppins, Star Wars Danis. Yeah, that's very true, Dennis. I guess uh, whew, the next episode of this might be uh, after May 4th, but we got a little May 4th action coming your way. We got a little little Dennis and Adam action doing some May 4th videos over on YouTube, so be sure to check that out. Uh, we're going to have a little commentary of something Star Wars related, and we're going to review some Star Wars stuff on the uh, the regular podcast episode that comes out a couple of days after May Fourth, but we want to we want to keep it in the family. Also, Adam, you know what? It, we've as we've been touting every week, we got Movie Toast the festival coming in December. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we got the film festival coming, short film festival that uh, it was occurring in December. Um, st- applications still open. You can still send submit your films. Check us out filmfreeway.com slash Movie Toast Festival. Um, still excited to, we're still getting submissions. I'm really happy that people are eager to get their stuff out there. So again, keep spreading the word, tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your parents, friends, tell your parents, kids, uh, go, go submit your short film. Dennis, are you telling people to tell their siblings, your parents, kids? No, just no, your parents, kids, not your siblings. Well, I mean, your parents' kids, if, if they're your parents and they're their kids, aren't they your siblings? I'm so lost right now. Don't, don't have to be. <laughs> I, I don't tell you how to live your uh, life. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how to live your life, audience. I want you all to stay toasty. I'm going to hold for a second and go back to this after the sirens. Yeah. Sorry. We're just popping them on and off. Uh, it's all good. All right. So, yeah, this is my issue with the movie, Dennis. I don't think it knows what it wants to be. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs>